Yo, 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 what's going on, people? Beans and Rice is your boy, host Beefy, aka Jose, the Vanquisher of Fierce. I don't even know what that means. But Beans and Rice, only a bean, or only one rice today. Uh, happy Tuesday. What is it? Tuesday, July 13th. And it's the 13th. You know, they say that's an unlucky number, but on it to Tuesday, cancels uh, everything out. Hopefully, everybody had a good uh, weekend. As you can see, no hoss or no hobby. Hey, you Toby. So I took down the stuff. I was going to take that, uh, uh, what is it, that? No division out a little bit. But you know what? We'll let it pass this time. But hopefully, we had a good weekend. Hoss, he's actually, uh, on vacation as a gentleman. He's been probably on the podcast thing he said it like the last three weeks. He's going to go, uh, pounding and hounding. You know, we're on hounds for pounds. But now he's going to do pound, pounding and hounding. So hopefully that works out with him. You know what I mean? Because he went out to Florida. That's the rumor. Because he goes to for the Miami Dolphins. You know, who wants to go to Florida right now? He got his tickets on sale because of uh, Hurricane Elsa or whatever, you know. So hopefully you're having fun, host. Hopefully you watch the episode, dude. Just because you're not on the episode. Hopefully, you know, you still have to watch it, dude. Okay. And then, of course, right? Javi. And the only reason we're letting Hobby slide is because uh, we're trying to get Cynthia on the podcast uh, so we can interview a pregnant lady. So, Cynthia, I hope you have a good vacation, right? I thought it was going to be a vacation of only you and Javi. That's what he said, that it was only going to be you two, that there was going to be no kids allowed. Next thing I know, I'm watching videos of only the kids. So, yeah, enjoy it, Javi, okay? Because you're just... Uh, you know, you're just walking on thin ice right now, buddy. But again, hopefully everybody had a good weekend. Uh, shout out to uh, Dre uh, for coming out on the podcast last week. Hopefully you guys listened and you guys had fun. And uh, hopefully you get a little bit more people on uh, the podcast here coming soon. If and Look, at this point, as long as Javi or host shows up, I'll be surprised. Well, Javi, you know what I mean? He's basically, Javi's starting to be the guest on the podcast, I feel like, you know? First, we give him a job, and he's scared, and, you know, now he gets super cocky, and, um, you know, now he's calling in all the time. He wants paternity leave, and, you know, he had the vasectomy, and now he needs a vacation. Uh, no notice. Just dropped it on me today, so, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys listen, uh, like the episode with Dre. We actually uh, hung out with him a little bit to watch the fight, so I appreciate that. He was uh, very nice. He got Javi because we were roasting him for ordering a salad. And um, he, you know, he gets uh, Javi his salad. He's like, well, I'm going to make you a salad. Well, what do you like, Javi? Are you a picky guy? What does Javi say? No, I like everything. Most interesting man on earth, dude. And, uh, you know, he's, what are the ingredients? Oh, uh, you know, it's got chicken. It's got, you know, beets. It's got vegetables. It's got... Uh, ranch. Oh, it's got uh, blue cheese. I don't like blue cheese. So right there, Javi. Didn't like blue cheese. Can you believe that? Insulted a man offering him a salad after he told him he'll eat anything. And, and I don't know what you guys were talking about, Dre. Okay, I'm looking at you. Hopefully I'm looking at you right now. I don't know what you were telling Javi or Hoss. Because all of a sudden, the first time we went over to your podcast, uh, Hoss went missing, right? Well, no, Javi got a vasectomy. Uh, and then he was gone for a month. And then, you know, we hang out on Saturday. Now both of my employees are gone. So hopefully, you know, you're not trying to steal my employees over here, dude. Okay, I got two employees. Well, one employee, you know, hosts the the other uh, host. But now you're, you're, we invite you to the talent table. And now you're trying to take the talent, you know, the talent with you. So come on, dude. So hopefully you're not trying to do that or else I'm going to be coming for your boy Angel. Or Angel. Because that guy, you know, he's a little pervert. But he was really nice. He was cool too, Angel. Uh, he, and look, you know what's so funny? I don't claim to be super Mexican. Obviously, you know, I'm Mexican. But when another Mexican says, I'm more Mexican than you. And that's what happened. You know, he was oh, more Mexican. Than, uh, you know, then it was it almost became a, uh, you know, it became like a like a battle, you know, so, oh, what can you do? Can you make tamales? Oh, can you make tortillas? How good can you scrub a toilet, you know? Oh, you know how to make a piñata. What else do Mexicans do? Oh, you know how to fit 20 people in a car. 
You know, he's like, dude, I can fit 24. You know, he's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, in a VW bug. I was like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, yeah, you wouldn't know what that is because you're, you know, you're young and you're beautiful is what he told me. So I'll take it as a compliment, but it was pretty fun. It was a good day out. Um, we saw El Diamante, the diamond, Dustin, you know, he won. And, uh, and then Connor McGregor, um, you know, obviously snapped his leg. I mean, you guys have probably seen it, but it was funny to, uh, watch it on the, um, to watch it there on the, uh, well, at the bar, you know, because there's like a lot of people that were cheering for for Connor, but they were like not cheering, you know, they were kind of quiet. A couple of them were, but there was like all these, like, as soon as he lost, like so many people left and they were really mad, you know? And I had a hard time watching it because I, you know, I'm not really into the violence like that, but I get, you got so into the fight, you know? Then I, I was going like this. I didn't know what was going to happen. So uh, that was fun. Stayed up to like one. Uh, yeah, so that, so that was cool. But uh, let's go to the national holidays. Make sure I stay in a, a little bit in the wagon today. Uh, and we're going to look at the holidays. It's National French Fry Day. Uh, national French Fry. So, you know, what didn't they say the French Fry? Somebody in, invented it uh, by accident. Or was that the potato chip? You know, so uh, they were cutting it and then it fell into the... You know, it fell into the pan and now you got a French fry, you know, and a French guy made it, dude. And French people, they get a lot of credit. Oh, you know, French cuisine. It's the best. It's the most magnificent thing in the world. Dude, they made a French fry back then. Or maybe that's I think it's made in America. Hopefully it's made in America, dude, because we eat it the most. I feel like I think they call them chips over there. But uh, how easy was it back then? If you guys think about it, like to make something, you know what I mean? Now you have to make a vaccine or you know you have to what do we have to invent not to have a chance oh we have to uh you know make an app you have to be able to do teletransportation you gotta uh you know amazon you gotta deliver in 30 minutes you know what i mean back then dude oh this guy he thought he was making medicine and it was uh tomatoes with sugar and uh the tomatoes were too ripe and now it's ketchup you know what i mean and now the guy's heinz and now the guy's like a billionaire, you know, or this guy made French fries. You know what I mean? He, he was probably trying to, uh, you know, those things where you, you put the wood in there and kind of not a sander, but you guys know what I mean? You put some wood in or something like that. You know what I mean? You're kind of sanding the wood or something like that. Like a wood carver. Yeah. He had like a wood carver carved the fry and now, Oh, I got to, you know, Oh, cook this. It's, it's a French fry and it's like the dumbest, uh, you know, it's the dumbest invention. Like, uh, okay. I'm sorry, white people. Uh, but let's be honest. What foods do you guys have? You know what I mean? And don't try to take Italian people's food or, you know, other people's food. Like what people, what foods do you guys have? Oh, you guys got French fries. You know what I mean? And that's questionable. They might be French after all, you know? So what you guys maybe have potato chips. And all these foods, like you, it took you that long to think to fry a potato that's shaped like a square. You know what I mean? Dude, you know, like in other countries, like for example, Mexico, you know, we're like stewing, we're combining all these herbs and stuff like that. Uh, meanwhile, freaking, you know, Europeans, Christopher Columbus, dude, they're eating salted meat because, you know, they... It spoils too fast. They don't even know how to season it. They got to travel around the world to, uh, you know, China. Marco Polo. They got to send Marco Polo. Um, Marco Polo across the Indian Ocean and stuff like that. On an expedition to get salt and pepper. Because they couldn't, you know. Can you imagine probably like the Asians back then. Uh, Genghis Khan who was, you know, there was probably a couple of famous Asian people over there. But uh Probably Genghis Khan, probably, huh? But he was like, dude, look at these idiots. You know what I mean? We're going to give them a little salt and pepper. And uh, they're going to give us gold. They're going to give us animals. Because they don't know about seasoning. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know. How... They have to travel all. Dude, you can grow oregano. Like, 
people give him so much credit oh you know the renaissance no you're painting and the mona lisa we've heard we've talked about the mona lisa here but you know oh the vinci and he divided you know the guy into he looks like he's doing jumping jacks really fast you know what i mean the guy that goes like this like the anatomy guy oh you know the vinci made that the guy the butterfly effect but they can't figure out how to season food and now they take all the credit you know what i mean when asians are, are the ones that gave them all the seasonings because their food will would spoil uh and they would eat it all nasty they would just put you know pepper and other you know paprikas or whatever in it so dude get your act together you know figure out how to uh cook a food you know french fries to celebrate nothing better than uh mcdonald's french fries you know what i mean that's probably the only thing that when I go to McDonald's, I always love getting French fries. And I tried to go maybe only once a year, once or twice. Uh, double cheeseburger, large French fry. You know what I mean? Because those are the best French fries unless they're, you know, kind of cold. Then horrible French fries. But, um, yeah, let's see what other, if we got any other. So we got French fries. And then we got National Beans and Franks. This podcast, Beans and Rice, way better. Beans and Franks. Another, see, that's what I mean. You guys eat gross things. You want to celebrate National Beans and Franks Day? Like, dude, see, so we have beans and rice. We have beans and uh, what else? Well, you know, the French, they got the gumbo and jambalaya and stuff like that. But now that's, uh, oh, you're going to get mad. Now that's uh, creation or what is it? Crustacean. I think that's what they call it. You know, it's crustacean. That means it's from uh, Louisiana, you know, that it's uh, French from Baton Rouge. You know, but who's going to eat that? You know what I mean? Franks? Franks and beans, dude. And then people always say, Franks and beans. But no, we have rice and beans. Mexicans kind of have a Franks and beans, but it's with like hot dog. You throw your beans in there and then you throw, uh, what else do you throw in there? You throw, uh, I think like pork. You throw a little bit of um, bacon, jalapenos. And dude, that stuff right there is good. They call them like rancher beans. See, but that sounds way better. Rancher beans, you're going to get Frank and beans, dude. Maybe that was like a food for uh, the, uh, I was going to say the Cold War, the uh, Great Depression or something like that, you know, but not a cool holiday. If you celebrate that, you probably need to check your cholesterol and your sodium. Maybe you need to get on pounds for hounds. You know, we can get you in a little bit better of a diet. We also have a National Delaware Day. That's not cool. The final one, look at that one, Cow Appreciation Day. Okay, and cow, we appreciate them so much, we eat them because another... You know, in other countries, like, uh, I think it's India, right? Oh, we appreciate cows, but they're going to be gods and we're not going to eat them. Why wouldn't, you know, why wouldn't you want to eat a god? We're over here in America. Guess what we do, buddies? We eat gods every single day. Thousands of them. We make them into hamburgers, okay? We make them into steaks, into ground host beefies. And uh, I'm not sure if I told you guys, you know, but I had this teacher. Um, and if some of you guys went to school with him, maybe you remember him, but his name was Mr. Okerson, Okerson or something like that. Okerson, Okerson. And this guy, he had like a, I think it was like the first time I knew of a fetish. But this guy, um, he loved cows, you know, and he had cow posters everywhere. So he had cow, uh, cow posters everywhere and also, um. Like his stools, you know, he had like his stools under the stool. It had little udders so you could like milk his, uh, his stool. If you wanted to, you know, you could go like this. So you'd do that. And he had, uh, just like cow everywhere, like a little border around his whole classroom. It was all cows. Uh, and then the sign with the cows, remember the one says got milk and it's got two cows that are like just looking at each other. And, uh, yeah, so that guy was kind of weird, but one time, you know, we were talking and, um, you know, it's like towards the end of the year when you're, you're saying, oh, you know, what are you going to do or what's your goal or it's like the only time they're actually teaching you something, you know what I mean? Like asking you about your life or who you are as a kid or what, you know, what you aspire to be the rest of the year, you're just like, you know, talking about freaking biology and you know how the human body works. Who wants to learn any of that? You know what I mean? So, you know, he's asking us all these deep questions and then we ask him, uh, hey, so what's your dream day, Mr. Okison? Or, you know, what's like your, what would be the best day of your life? And, you know, he's like, well, you know, it would have to be, I would have to be in a convertible and I would just have to be driving across the Great Plains and it's nothing but fields, 
just you know forever in the horizon you can't see anything but fields no stop uh, lights nothing it's just like vast fields and then you know all of a sudden you come to a stop and um the only he said the only stoplight you know that's for miles and i just happen to hit it the light turns red and i stop and out of the grass you know just starts to ruffle a little bit you know little rufflings and i look around and i stare and i see this beautiful brown-eyed cow that's what he said cow walk across the street turn around wink at me and cross the rest of the road that was his can you believe that that was his uh his dream to have a cow wink at him so hopefully that happened you know what i mean now i think you you can pay they have those uh cows in japan i think you know where they they like get them drunk and they like touch him dude save the cows see we dude we uncover so many things here Oh, I like, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Kobe beef, you know, I like that beef, Kobe beef or oh, what a Koji or whatever it's called. You know what I mean? Oh, it's the best. It's most tender, but what do they do to the cows? Okay. They get them drunk. Okay. And then they touch them in places. Right. And, uh, what? They don't let them walk. They don't let them walk. And, uh, what they massage them, you know, they, they play with their udders a little bit. So it just sounds like animal har harassment to me. You know what I mean? A couple people touching animals. Maybe he could have just made uh, those, you know, he could go to Japan, touch cows. You know, he doesn't have to drive through the great American prairie. I, I doubt that happens here in America. You're just going to find a cow crossing the road, you know. But if you go to Japan, you know, you hey throw a little wine at the cow. Who knows? You know what I mean? There might be a lot of... uh. You know, a lot of love that are involved with the cow, Mr. Okerson. So if you, if you're, maybe you're retired now, maybe you got the funds available to go, you know, go to Japan, play with the cow. Uh, but any of other, you normal people here in America, don't do that to cows. But, uh, yeah, teachers are, well, that was kind of weird. Don't you think so? You want to touch a cow? Uh, one time a teacher will, this teacher wasn't touching himself. Well, and actually, dude, now that we're talking about teachers, uh, do you guys watch the show? I was watching just a little bit ago. I was watching the, uh, Ninja Warrior, American Ninja Warrior. Okay. And, um, dude, it's like now before it was just like kind of adults, you know what I mean? And now they got like teenagers, you know what I mean? And like, they're like, oh, this is a eight year old Matthew McKinley from, you know, Colorado, uh, Boulder, Colorado. And, uh, you know, he's like, Hey, how's it going guys? Yeah, I've been training for this moment, you know, and you can tell it's just like kids that they picked up from, um, they just picked up from like a school, you know what I mean? Like an elementary. Cause dude, we were all good at monkey bars. And I think we might've had this conversation before. Like we, we were all good at monkey bars back in school. You know what I mean? When you, when you're a kid, do you, you weigh like a hundred pounds, you know? So everybody's chicken fighting. Everybody's jumping across, you know, you're jumping off slides. You're doing whatever you can, but now they have these kids, right? And uh, now they're on American Ninja Warrior. And then, dude, you should see the judges on American Ninja Warrior, dude. Do you think they got other kids uh, judging them? Do you think they got maybe influencers judging them? No, think again, dude. They got perverts. They got uh, geography teachers uh, that are judging them. You know what I mean? They're like the total bros. Like, do you guys have those type of geography teachers or world studies or they were like all coaches? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to learn about Gandhi today. And you didn't learn anything. You remember those? And they were always like, oh, I, I'm also the uh, part-time, uh, what else would they be? Part-time driver said, I'm also part-time uh, football, I'm part-time wrestling. You know what I mean? But I'm also geography teacher, bro. And they were always like, they would always try to be cool. And you know what I mean? Those guys. So they got those perverts. Basically, dude, it's like a, I don't know, did it look like a, it looked like TikTok. Maybe like, you know, how they say, oh, TikTok when it started, you know, they're like, oh, you know, it's like a bunch of sexy kids. You know what I mean? Now it's like American Ninja Warriors. It's like a bunch of sexy kids. Hey, I'm just saying, dude, they're, 
I wouldn't have made it to American Ninja Warrior when I was a young child. That's all I have to say. But maybe uh, young Tarzan or little Tarzan, you guys remember that guy? Or little Hercules? That little guy that had like a 30-pack when he was like 12? That guy could be on there. So who else could be on there? Elizabeth Smart. Uh, you could probably have Mary Kay and Ashley. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, what other kids would be on there? You could have... Uh, uh, I Carly before you know she came back and she was old, and then the blonde girl before she got all dirty. Uh, you could have had probably young Michael Jackson could probably be there. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, you know everybody hates Chris. Uh, they were on American Ninja Warrior. They also had um, what other kids? B uh, Billy Eilish. You know what I mean? So they got all these kids and all all the grownups are just like watching them. You know, like the Dude, and it's kind of creepy, dude. You watch it, and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, get it, get it, oh, yeah, swing a little harder, oh, grab it harder, you know, and then they're just like, they're making that face, like, oh, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're 40 years old, you know what I mean? What are you, can you imagine, oh, I don't even know, I was like, hey. If you're a parent, you know, if, and just like out of context, like a 40 year old came to your house, right? It's like, hey, can I borrow your kid? And you're like, for what? It's like, well, you know, I saw him playing in the playground and he's like really, really strong. And he's really good at, you know, going from he's really good at chicken fighting and he's really good at jumping through the monkey bars. And uh, can, can we borrow him for maybe like three hours? And we're just going to uh, we have this giant basement that has an obstacle course and it's got water. So. You know, he'll, he'll be properly hydrated and he can get wet. And uh, he doesn't need to wear... He know, he doesn't need to bring any extra clothes, uh, by the way. But uh, he's just going to be jumping on all these uh, uh, courses, inner courses that I made for him. Is it okay if I borrow your kid? Would you, as a parent, let them take your kid? Huh? Probably not, dude. I wouldn't. So those parents, dude, that's bad parenting, dude. And then you wonder, it's like, why well, your kid's all messed up. Well, you let him go on American Ninja Warrior. Okay? And he's hanging out with football coaches. And, dude, football coaches aren't even real geography teachers, dude. They're only good because they probably played uh, sports when they were kids, too, right? And then they traveled to different states. So just because they know, like, 20 states and they know the capitals because they played and they watched football and they know, like, the football and basketball teams, now they can teach geography, dude. And then you guys are getting mad because, oh, people don't want to do the preamble anymore. You know, people don't love the country. Well, dude, maybe if the people that were our teachers left the country, you know, and weren't perverts or, you know, more concerned about American Ninja Warrior, maybe we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. You know what I mean? Maybe if you got like an immigrant doing uh, world studies or geography or, you know, U.S. studies or whatever it's called. Maybe, just maybe, they would show a little bit more appreciation for America. You know what I mean? I think that's a pretty fair... Uh... But then people would get mad. Oh, you know, you got all these, you know, Mexicans, dude. Teaching us, uh, teaching our kids about our country. Rawr, you know? Oh, you got these dang immigrants telling, you know? So maybe that would happen. And maybe, hey, maybe some parents would be cool, but... You guys saw that they, uh, you know, it was like Juneteenth and they're like, oh, let's celebrate it being a holiday. But they're like, hey, but we're going to ban any black, you know, history or anything being uh, shown or, uh, you know, in class, you know. So you can't talk about Aunt Jemima anymore or, you know, Harriet Tubman. You can't talk about them anymore. So, yeah, so everybody's like celebrating, but then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but we don't really want to do anything with that. We're just going to make it sound cool for the holiday. But one time, dude, I'll tell you this, dude. Uh, one time I was in uh, my one of my geography teacher, teachers. He was cool, dude. Mr. G. I don't know if I can say his name because the story's kind of weird. But uh, Mr. G. So he was like a cool. He was cool. He was a cooler guy, you know, because that's like the thing. Yeah, they're perverts and stuff, but they're cool. You know what I mean? And um, so we had this guy, Mr. Mr. G, Mr. Gross, we'll call it that, because his name almost sounded like Mr. Gross, and uh, one day, dude, like, I was always bad, because, like, in uh, one of my last years of uh, high school, I only had art classes my senior year, and uh, I only had, like, one normal class, and it was, like, geography and maybe math, but I never went to math, and, um, dude, so 
I would always forget my bag, right? I always forget my my backpack and my books. Remember back then you had to bring the textbook? And uh, I would always forget it in my art classes. And then go to his class unprepared, you know, I don't have a pencil. I've got nothing. So, you know, I, I, you know, he was a cool guy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be accountable, you know? So I'm going to uh, bring my stuff early in his class. I'm just going to bring my backpack in and, uh, you know, I'm just going to put it in his, you know, in his room. That way, when I'm done with all my classes, I think he might've been my last class for the day. It's like that way when I'm done with all my art classes, I just go in there and my stuff's already there. I don't have to worry. I don't have to, you know, get it dirty or anything like that. And I want, so that's, that's me. And I had my PlayStation portable and everything. Right. So, uh, the it's, you know, it's six in the morning whenever school started back then super early. And, um, I, I go from our, I, you know, walk over to his class and nobody's there, you know, it's like all dark. Um, and there was like a couple of kids that were, you know, in the outside and um, nobody was in there, you know. So I just kind of waited there for a little bit. I thought it was weird. And uh, like, uh, what is it like the vice principals or whatever, like the other people that are kind of principals, like they come over, open the room, you know, a couple of kids uh, go in. I go, you know, his desk was kind of like, if you just walk straight from the door, just, just keep walking straight. His desk was just like straight across from the door, pretty far to the back. And then he had kind of like another desk on the side of that. And I wouldn't put my backpack and my coat. So I went and put those over there to, you know, on the back. I was like, okay, I'm going to be good. Uh, I put him there, tucked away in the back desk against the wall. I go to my art class, right? So... Uh, I go to my art class and, um, dude, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's been like two periods or, you know, one period and a half. Um, and then I think, holy crap, you know, I left my PSP PlayStation portable handheld portable system in my backpack, you know? So I'm thinking, oh, somebody's going to steal it. You know what I mean? I just left it there in my backpack like an idiot. I didn't even think of that part, dude. I literally just in the morning, I was just more proud of myself for, uh, going and putting my stuff in there to be ready then uh even thinking that i had my you know my playstation uh in there and um so i go back straight into the class right and uh i get there and it was open because obviously i put my stuff in there but now i go to open the door locked you know what i mean so i'm like dude what the heck's going on maybe they're watching a movie you know and then i'm not sure if your guys to school were like our school but uh you know, they have a little window like this. It's just like a little, so you can kind of creep in there. And, um, so I'm trying to see if, you know, maybe they're watching a movie. No, no movie. There's like completely dark. Nothing's in there. And, um, I try to, cause you just got the little window like this, you know, so you can look straight like this through the window, but I try to go like this. You know what I mean? Try to get with that, with your eye, that angle. Like your left eye, RIP, just trying to like sneak in an eye to see if somebody was like on this side of your peripheral where you couldn't see. And uh, I was like, well, maybe he's correcting homework or something. That's his free period. You know what I mean? So nothing. So I just keep knocking. I don't know what, you know, what it was, but I just like keep knocking. And like I said earlier, straight across from the door is his desk. And all of a sudden, right, when I'm about to give up from knocking, I see a little ruffling under the desk and do you guys remember too? Like the desk only had like a small, like a space, you know, under it had like a little space. And, uh, I see a little bit of ruffling down there. I'm like, Oh dude, what's going on? You know what I mean? So now I'm kind of focused and then hair starts to pop out and it was like, no, see, I got like a little bit bigger curls, but it was like a really small and curly. Like, uh, I always say like Elaine from Seinfeld. Do you guys remember that lady? Uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. So some of that hair, super curly, uh, starts to, like pop out of the top. And I'm like, dude, somebody's here, right? I'm going to get, I'm going to get my stuff. And then boom, a lady pops out of there. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And the lady gets up and she starts walking my direction. And you guys aren't going to believe it, dude. But the lady starts walking my direction and she's got, she was wearing kind of like a, like a little vest and under the vest, it was like a white, like a button up, but dude, her boob 
was like over her bra, right? And it was like you could see it, like her nipple and her boob through the uh through her white shirt, you know. So like, I think she like put on her bra really fast, but like her uh, her boob was still missing. This one, it was like. Psh- it was just like out there, you know? So I'm like, oh, dude, I'm looking at a boob. You know what I mean? So uh, she opens the door and this is her. She's like, I mean, not like that, but hopefully you guys can hear that. She's like breathing really heavy. Hey, hey, can I help you? And dude, everybody says, oh, you know, it'd be so hot to make out with a teacher that's hot. And, you know, she was uh, pretty good looking. But, uh, dude, I was so shocked. I didn't know what to do. You know, she's like, can I, can I help you? And I was like, I am so sorry. I told her, it's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I just walked into this. Uh, I was just like shocked. You know, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't even be a pervert. You know what I mean? But, uh, it's like, I'm so sorry. I walked into this. I'm like, I'm just scared. I'm like, oh, I left my backpack over there in the back. I just, I just need to go get it. Uh, and I start walking towards the end of the, you know, towards the end of the room, towards the desk where she was just, uh, where she emerged out of, right? And she runs straight by where the desk is and kind of blocks, blocks it to, for me to see what's kind of like behind the desk. And I'm like, I'm just here for my backpack. I got it. It's right here. And um, I asked her, I was like, I'm about to head out, right? And uh, I'm like, by the way, have you seen a jacket? And, uh, she's like, no, no. And I kind of, I look across the room and, uh, you know, see if it was there, but I knew it wasn't, you know, I was playing, I was trying to play dumb and, uh, I turn around and I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll come back another, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come back another time or something like that. And I turn around, dude, guess what, where my jacket was, dude. She was using it as a mat. Okay. And I see my jacket and then I look down by her crotch it was unzipped dude okay there might have been a little uh, evidence of of little splash action a little raging water but i just left it at that dude i was like all right have a good day and i just left with my uh psp right so this lady dude uh, she was a substitute teacher she was fingering herself on top of my jacket, dude. That's the only possible because it wasn't a nap, okay? People that tell me, oh, well, maybe she would say, no, her tit was out. She was playing with her tit. And then her uh, zipper over here was like, you know what I mean? Like down and stuff like that. And it was like, a, there were a couple watermarks. And then my, she's using my uh, jacket as a mat and she's panting and her, you know, her boobs out. And she's, hey, hey, uh, can I help you? You know what I mean? Nobody's sleeping. What kind of dream was she having? Okay. So that was creepy. Now that I realized that, and those like, oh, you know, could have been your, you know, like this guy. She's like, oh, we wish I could hook up with a teacher. Now that I think of it, I was like, dude, maybe I could hook up with a substitute teacher, but dude, it's a substitute. Okay. Go big or go home. That's all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, how weird. Right. And then I told that uh geography teacher, I was like, I didn't even know how to do Cause that was nice. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to pretend that I was like, also like, oh, you know, she, uh, you know, now I saw somebody finger themselves or panting or I saw a boop. I'm traumatized for life, you know, but, um, so I didn't know how to go about it. So I like, I told my geography teacher, I was like, Hey man, it's like, uh, so, you know, yesterday with that substitute, dude, I was like, I think she was like jerking off, you know, or fingering herself or something down there. And he's like, dude, what are you talking about? So I tell him the story, right? And he's like, dude, no wonder it's like, there's, it's like, no wonder it's like, I was wondering why the hell there was a jacket under my desk. You know what I mean? He just like trying to give me my jacket. I was like, dude, I don't want my jacket now. You know what I mean? So we left it there and uh, we had this little subtle joke. Um, me, well, I, I told my teacher, I was like, Hey dude, I was like, I don't know if maybe you could only talk to her or it's like, I just don't want her to lose her job. You know what I mean? Just cause maybe she was like lonely. She was out there fingering herself. Like, I don't want her to lose her job. Now she doesn't have a job and she has to be like a creep, you know, like just because I caught her jerking off, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'm not sure I, I wouldn't tell the office, the principal that this happened, but you know, maybe you could tell her like, Hey dude, you know, it's like, maybe just watch her, be more careful or you know, jerk off at the restroom or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I told my teacher that, you know, and 
I'm not sure what he did. I never asked him again, but uh, every time he would shake my hand, he would do like the thing, you know, where you shake and then he rubs you with your finger. He would rub my hand like that. Like, hey, you're getting fingered, you know? So he would do that. So it was like an inside joke. And isn't that crazy? Like fingering became an inside joke between me and a teacher. And then he would do like, I gave him a, a cool sculpture once. It wasn't that cool, but it was a sculpture. And uh, he would do jokes like, hey, Jose, ever since the uh, you gave me this little sculpture, you know, I can't uh, keep the ladies away from my desk or things like that, you know? So, yeah, that was all from a teacher. Uh, substitute teacher that, uh, you know, she was uh, jerking off. So hopefully you're doing fine. I'm not sure what her name was. Elaine. Uh, did you guys ever catch any of your teachers or do you guys have any weird teachers? Uh, you know, that were perverts or maybe they were creeps, you know, or dude, how about like the, the people that did woods, they all looked the same, you know, had like, they were, had like dirty blonde hair and they always were kind of like mad and you know what I mean? They were, they always had a big nose, you know what I mean? It had like a, like a Salem, you know, like they're from Salem. They got a really, you know, I say I have a small nose, but they, they really had like a beak, you know, they like a vulture a little bit, you know? And, um. And then they had the electronics teachers. You guys remember those guys too? Like the electronics teachers or the people that did drafting or something like that. They always had like glasses. You know what I mean? Really thick glasses and they were super big. And they would always like, they would do something weird like this with their mouth. Like, so they were going to learn. Oh, yeah. And they, you know, they like this. And they, they talk like that a little bit, you know? Or they had like, a, if it was like an electronics teacher, they would have like maybe a lacy eye sometimes, you know, or they would have like a little bit of a twitch. You guys remember that? Did your teachers have that or is it just Hunter High School, dude? Because I swear like in Hunter Junior High, they had the same weird, oh, this guy, you know, he got into teaching because he, you know, tried to plug in his TV and it shocked him, you know, and and they would do that, you know, well. The ACDC, the voltage, it's a uh, reverse uh, polarity. So the dual capacitors have to go through the generator and the, uh, and the, the mito mitochondria, you know, but that was our teachers. And, uh, dude, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but, uh, let's see what else have we got. We got, uh, some, uh, <laughs> we got some, uh, I think we got some advice or not some advice. What is some unsolved mysteries of the internet? And so we got this question uh, that came in that's uh, what small but impactful change have you made to better your life? So, again, that's what small but impactful change have you made to better your life? So, uh, you know, those are pretty good ones because, you know, you don't think a lot of the times that we think of making something impactful just the word impactful is just like uh seems like you have to do a lot to make like an impact you know what i mean or impactful is just like a pretty strong word i feel like you know your impact or you know in spanish you had to show uh primer impacto impactful and that was like oh you know you're so impactful first impactful that's what it meant i think that's what it meant you know and it was like the news you know and they had the hot girls but uh so I feel like impactful, you know what I mean? That could be sometimes maybe when you think of change or doing something to better yourself or something like that, you think that you have to do something drastic, you know, like right now we're doing pounds for hounds. Oh, uh, you got to uh, lose weight. You know, you got to go to the gym. You got to exercise. You got to eat good. You got to, you know, that's like more of something that's, you got to change a lot of things for that, you know, but for me personally, I think one, one that I can think of, just off the top for me is uh learning how to cook so learning how to cook i think for me that's probably been one of the most impactful things because it's pretty small in the fact that you can do it at your uh pace you know what i mean nobody has to i mean you don't have to be like a, a super good chef or anything or you don't have to go to school or anything to make pretty good food i mean it's you know you can go on youtube and there's chefs on there uh but what's really nice about cooking is that, I mean, it kind of brings people together, right? Food. So that for me has probably been probably one of the most impactful just because it's helped me uh, learn not only how to cook, but how to 
eat better. You know what I mean? How to make like healthier choices or, I mean, it saves you in, in so many ways Like you can uh, save money from not eating out all the time. And you're not eating like, you know, fast food all the time. And, uh, cooking is just like nice. Cause sometimes I feel like not a lot of people cook now, you know what I mean? So it's always like, if you have friends at work or even just regular friends or family, you know what I mean? And it's always cool when it's like, oh, dude, you know, can you cook, you know? So I don't know. I just like getting asked to cook or when people are like, oh, dude, I like your food. Um, you know, you can have potlucks or you can have barbecues or you can make a uh, family dinner and stuff like that. So I think that for me, uh, that was a small change that I made, uh, was just learning how to cook because I first you know when i used to, when i sold cars i got pretty dude i got freaking host beefed up dude i got i was like pretty i think i was like 35 pounds heavier than what i am right now and uh i got on weight watchers shout out to oprah and that kind of helped me you know uh i guess find out like oh you know you can't eat french fries and uh or you shouldn't eat them as much or chips and things like that which are you know pretty self-explanatory but that kind of helped me with that aspect, like more of like determined junk foods. But then I started doing one of those uh, meal prepping not, or the home cook, the home cook kits. So I started doing home chef and uh, we used to do that, I think every week, probably for like a good year, I feel like. And um, when we did home chef, it was just like, you know, oh, this is how you cook sides. You know, you cook potatoes this way. You know, it's got the thing that I struggled with the most was like, uh, side dishes and different spices and flavors. So, I mean, I probably could have only done it for four months. And what's, what was kind of fun is you kind of get the hold of, uh, how to cook and, you know, what spices to, you know, um, to use and maybe what ingredients to substitute if you want to make something healthy. Um, so after I did that, like, you know, now I, I just like cook, I try to cook daily, I obviously eat out, you know, I try to eat out maybe once a week and, uh, but I try to eat, you know, at a, like an actual restaurant and, uh, you know, that's helped me a lot. Just, uh, almost kind of be a routine where I have to cook, you know what I mean? Or have to, you know, meal prep cook or, you know, go to the grocery store and I don't know, not be a slob, you know what I mean? So I think that's like a small impactful change that's just going to last the rest of my life. Cause now I'm not scared of cooking or. You know, I never, I guess I'll never go hungry, right? Um, so it's just nice. I feel like that's helped me a lot uh, just in my life. Just uh, especially with going out too, because I could be, you know, I could be a little bit of a recluse and, uh, you know, we're having barbecues or whatever. And uh, I like to cook for a lot of people. So that's like a great way for me to see people. It's like, I like uh, food and stuff, cooking, so you know, that helps me see people and I guess go out more. A lot of times when I even just go out in general, like on a Saturday or on the weekend or something like that, like I don't really like going out to like clubs or bars like that. But dude, I love going out and just like finding like a, a new restaurant and trying something new. So that, you know, that for me, just like learning more about food that way has been like pretty impactful in that aspect that, you know, just helps me go out and not be, uh, like too reclusive and I don't know, just have fun. But there's a lot of small changes that you can make, you know, even um, waking up early, you know, that's a good one. And that, that one's hard, you know what I mean? But uh, at least it's been hard for me. I've been trying to do a little bit better at work. Now I work, uh, I'm going to have a new shift uh, and I'm going to be able to um, work seven to four or, you know, seven to three thirty if I take a small lunch. So I think waking up early is uh, pretty good, uh, a pretty good small, small one that can have an impact because uh, especially if you work like a nine to five and a lot of those jobs are like nine to six, if you wake up at six in the morning, you know what I mean? You can get a, a lot more of your day, you know, because uh, that's one thing that sucks. Like when you are working like a nine to five or a nine to six and um, you get home, you know, traffic and everything, it's. 637 um 6 yeah so it's you know basically that time and then you have to get home right you have to cook uh if you have kids you have to help your kids with uh you know homework school you know whatever you need to help them and then you still need to try to find some time for yourself uh you know watch a show or watch tv or try to exercise relax 
and then go to bed so you can um do it all over again the next day so i think when a lot of people struggle with you know jobs or they don't like like oh i don't like the nine to five life like you know if you don't have the opportunity to work a different schedule you just have to make the most out of your uh work you know what i mean so it's just if you get up early you know if you're waking up at six um you know you can and i did this with one of my brothers uh, last week a little bit you know wake up uh pretty early we went over to the gym um and then I come back, you know, I cook, uh, I had my breakfast, I shower, and then I'm already like up and ready to go to work. You know what I mean? So I already did all those things, showered, you know, I got my day going and, uh, and I'm early for work. You know what I mean? So I already did all these things during the day that made me feel good about myself. And now I'm going to work, you know, so instead of like waking up and being like oh i have to go to work like i've already woken up i've done things that i wanted to do you know i we uh, lift weights running um you know you could swim and then so you it's almost like you had your activities done so you took care of yourself first and then now you're going to um to do a chore or you know your job or if you don't like your job you're gonna um uh, you know, you're going to work, but you took care of yourself first, opposed to trying to sleep in as much as you can, right? Going to your job that maybe you don't like, and then wasting your day because you didn't do anything earlier. And then you get back home and you don't get any free time or anything like that. And now you're on, you know, on the run the whole day. And, you know, I think that's a tough thing to do, but I think, uh, that's one small change that you could make, uh, to, um, to help with your life, you know, and then also one that's pretty easy, just like, uh, being more relaxed, you know what I mean? Being more relaxed and being, uh, just being nicer. You know what I mean? Cause there's like a lot of people that are, uh, what's so crazy now, it trips me out sometimes is that people get surprised when you're nice. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost like you can't be nice anymore. Like people are like, Oh, well you must want something or, you know, Oh, well, you're uh you're kissing an ass or something like oh you know now oh you know you're simping you know what i mean so now it's just like uh it's weird to be nice now you know what i mean but dude just being nice you know um it's i mean you can't beat it dude you know what i mean like if you're comfortable being nice and you're just with other people that are like that dude it's, it's so chill i mean you know with the guys from the other podcast um I had never really, you know, other than Dre, I had only seen some of the other guys just like on their podcast or, uh, you know, they also, uh, share, you know, some of our podcasts and I appreciate that a lot. And, uh, dude, it was weird because these guys, I didn't even know. Right. And, um, just because we had something like in common and, you know, which is the podcast, but you know, they're also pretty nice, man, you know, and just from that alone, you know, cause it's, it was just like, Hey, you know, it's like, I like that you're also doing a podcast or, you know what I mean? So just, just from them also being nice, dude, it was just like, it wasn't even weird talking to each other. You know what I mean? We were, dude, we were talking about weird stuff. You know what I mean? Like almost like we knew each other for a long time and it was like a really casual vibe. Uh, and these are guys that I've never met, you know, I had, uh, met Dre already, but uh, none of the other guys, um, uh, you know, we hadn't hung out and, um, it was so easy because it was, um, I mean, this podcast really, it's not about m me or anything, you know, I just, it was just more for, I think it's cool that people get a chance to, I guess, you know, listen and maybe just laugh and giggle a little bit like that. You know what I mean? Or just remember things or, um, kind of have like a connection you know what i mean it's almost like we're all connected somehow if you're listening to this or like oh yeah you know i remember when i did that or oh i can't wait so it's almost like you we know each other and uh that's kind of, kind of how i felt when we hung out on uh the weekend it was just like really casual uh you know just we could roast each other a little bit talk a little bit of trash crack jokes and it's people that i never met so being nice Ooh, being nice that's dude that's an easy one you know what i mean because now you can't even open the door for someone you know i tried to open the door for a girl the other day she's like 
dude, I'm an independent woman. I was like, what? I was like, just, I'm just, she's like, stop it. I can open it myself. Don't do it unless I ask. I was like, damn, Gina. So now you can't even do that. So being nice would be another one, another small, uh, but impactful just to be, uh, thankful, be grateful, you know, for what you have. But remember brothers and sisters, it's a good thankful. You can still stand tall. Just be thankful for what you got. Though you may not drive a great big Cadillac. So that's, uh, dude, cause being grateful sometimes, dude, that's, I think that's probably the main thing, dude, that we forget. You know what I mean? It's to be thankful for, um, thankful for everything that's happened. You know, even if we're not where we want to be, it's like, you, you just gotta take some time, sometimes to just kind of like enjoy the ride. You know what I mean? And we get so caught up in not being happy of where we're at sometimes and thinking so far ahead that we don't, um, we don't like enjoy what we've already done. You know what I mean? And I had a friend, um, she, well, she listens to the podcast now, I think, but she had just, uh, she had bought a house and she actually sold, well, she goes, yeah, she took the offer they made to sell her house. You know what I mean? So I felt, you know, I don't know. I felt good. You know what I mean? Cause I know she works like pretty hard and stuff like that. And she was like a single mom. And, uh, you know, I was just like, God, I, I felt more, how does it, how does it feel? Like I, I kind of almost felt like, uh, kind of proud. Is that the word? Like proud. Or I felt like happy and proud of like. But I had to tell her, it's like, well, hopefully, you know, I said, like, good job. Like, I'm not sure if you maybe feel like, oh, you know, it's like, I'm actually going to move now and have to get a new house. Like, I'm not sure if that's, like, emotional for you, like, that you have to do that. Uh, <clears throat> but hopefully you feel, like, proud of yourself and just, like, uh, you know, you feel happy with, like, your journey that got you to where you're at now. Do you know that you were able to you know, get a house a while ago and, you know, get equity in your house and then sell. And now you're going to move to a different state. Like, um, you know, I was just, I told her, it's like, maybe just, uh, you know, at least be proud of that. You know what I mean? So I think taking the time to soak stuff in like that is, uh, I mean, sometimes it's pretty nice, you know what I mean? And that's what that, I mean, that's how I felt too, you know, when I was, uh, when we had Dre on the podcast the uh, the other day, um, and I appreciate all the help, man, that you've been uh, providing and stuff like that. But it was just cool, you know what I mean? Because we were, dude, we were just like messing around and stuff like that when we made this. But it was just cool to kind of like uh, sit back and be like, it's only, it's almost gonna be a year, I think, by the end of this month that we've uh, made the podcast. Yeah, so, so I think like the end of this month, uh, somewhere around there, it's going to be like a year that we've had the podcast. So around this time is when we were like shooting their some of our episodes that we didn't put out because we weren't sure, you know. So that was kind of cool because I just felt like um, pretty comfortable and um, I don't I feel pretty comfortable about talking now and stuff like that. You know, it's like, geez, I'm, all, I'm always going to be hitting an hour here pretty soon, but uh yeah, just be thankful for those like small things. Just, uh, you know, they say, oh, have a gratitude uh, journal. You know what I mean? They say stuff like that. Oh, when you have a gratitude journal, write down what you're thankful for. And that helps a lot sometimes. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we have so many things, dude, that we didn't even think. Dude, can you imagine like, do you remember when we were kids in elementary, right? And we would have show and tell, right? And you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to go for show and tell. And show and tell is like, you, you know, you bring your favorite thing that you have and you tell everybody why you love it so much. And it's sometimes like now, dude, it's like so hard, almost like, obviously you can say, Hey, I'm thankful for like my family, you know, it's like, that's like the obvious answer that you're going to say. Right. But there's so many other things now that we just like take for granted that we don't even think about. Like if you think about back when we were younger and we would do like something like show and tell or something like that, you you know, you'd take like the dumbest thing, you know, you'd take like a yo-yo, you know what I mean? Be like, Hey, this is my yo-yo. You know, I got it. You know, my grandpa gave it to me and you know, it's special, blah, blah, blah. It lights up in the dark, you know, it does all this thing. And that little simple thing, you know, something so small, 
meant so much to you. You know what I mean? So something that tiny uh, was just like almost like your most valuable possession. You know what I mean? Like it could be that it could be what a car. Remember RC cars when you had the remote control cars or for girls, you know, I'm sure they had Barbies or Bratz or the uh, Barbie Corvette. You know what I mean? And uh, remember how cool it's like we didn't need anything. You know, you had like maybe a video game and that was like the coolest thing. Oh, Game Boy Color. You know what I mean? You had something that was like so small and that was like you were like the happiest, most thankful person for having that like one item. And, you know, now that we're adults and you get a chance to have so many things, you have uh, all these things that now you kind of undervalue because you're able to have so much more, you know, and it's like the more you have, uh, it's almost like the less gratitude you you have, you know, and it happens to all of us. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen to me. Like sometimes I don't feel like, oh, I have enough and I'm not saying that. You shouldn't want more because obviously, you know, there is part of you that I guess if you want to have more, you can have more, but also don't get distracted and just chasing things and not enjoying little tiny things. Just remember again to that point when we were kids, you know what I mean? Enjoy something stupid, you know, because that's what we were all doing. We're just enjoying something so small, uh, but it was something that made our day, you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, that, that would probably be it for that, you know, just, uh, be thankful uh, for that. Be happy. Uh, maybe try to cook, wake up earlier. Those are impactful things that you could do. Um, make a new goals. I mean, set goals, you know, for yourself. I think that's good. Uh, helping others. That's also one of my top ones. Um, going out of your way, uh, to help others. And a, a lot of times that helps, like if you struggle, like for me, I struggle asking for help, you know what I mean? But I'm really good at giving help or helping people out, but I'm really bad at asking help. But when I'm helping people, uh, it puts me in a situation where I can ask for help just because we're being honest with ourselves. You know, I'm telling this person, oh, well, what's going on with you or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm good at leading that conversation uh, to get a person to, you know, be honest about how they feel and share their feelings with me. But uh, sometimes I don't, I wouldn't say it to another person. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, if you're if you're helping others and you're, you know, surrounded by people that are helpful, I think it uh, puts you in a spot to be like more open-minded or for you, for, it makes it easier for you to, um, to ask for help, you know what I mean? Which, whatever it may be, you know what I mean? Oh, you need help with your garden or, you know, your sprinklers, or you need like mental health, uh, help, you know what I mean? Like if you're around people that are helpful, like it's going to be easy for you to ask for a favor and things like that for you to care for each other because you guys are, you know, you're so open, you're already being kind of vulnerable with, um, where you're at, you know, and I feel with a lot of like, uh, mental health and stuff like that, that's, um, going on. And, you know, when people commit suicide and stuff like that, and, you know, sometimes people feel guilty, like, oh, well, you know, he never told me or I never knew. And, you know, I can't believe this happened. We were so close and stuff like that. Um, uh, it's, I think that's part of it sometimes too, you know, like it's harder for somebody to be vulnerable when you're not being vulnerable, you know what I mean? So, if I'm giving you the vibe that I'm just like, uh, I don't know, like a super serious guy or that I'm like, uh, way perfect or above being helped or needing assistance. Like, even if you're my friend, you know, it's going to make it hard for me to be honest and open up with you to what I need as a person, you know? So, uh, I think that's one that, that, could also impact your life a lot is just uh, being open more receptive to giving help and being helped you know what i mean because that's uh before it's like oh you know help the lady cross the street you know now it's like oh well she's gonna think uh you know that that she's old you know what i mean mm. but um let's see well we're just at the hour 
So I don't know if I don't know if I got anything else to say. Um, I think that was kind of wholesome advice a little bit. You know, it's like the questions, the questions that we get, you know, that we get is, is it always turns into something like advice. So hopefully that helped to little things that you can make um, bigger changes with. One thing that's cool, I'll uh, say maybe this is wholesome advice, but it'll tie in with what we were talking about. There's one cool thing that, uh, and and I do this sometimes too from time to time that helps a lot. Is where uh, when you kind of feel like you're stuck or you're having an issue with like meeting your goals or keeping your goals, like you can write down, you know, like goals you want to accomplish, right? So, uh, you know, maybe you want to wake up earlier and um, you just want to wake up at five o'clock now, you know, whatever your goal is. So you write down your goal is I want to wake wake up at five. I want to, you know, clean the kitchen. I want to uh, go see my family more. Write a couple of goals, right? And then you set a time, uh, set dates where you're going to accomplish your goal by when it's going to be done. Okay. But you have to write all these down. Now, don't, don't put it on your phone. Write it down. Okay. So you're going to do that. And then you're going to... Uh, write down why uh you want to do it right so you know you want to lose weight so i want to lose weight because you know blah 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 i want to go to the mariah carey concert i want to look like a boss baby you know what i mean so uh you want to do that you write it down and then uh you're going to write down um you can take a day off and then the next day you know you can write down how it's going to make you feel right so you're going to describe how you feel um, while you're losing weight, you know? So it's like, hey, you know, I'm feeling great about myself. I feel good. Uh, you know, I'm going to the gym every single day. You know, it's uh, there's some days where it's hard, but I still go every single day. So you write down almost like you're writing your future, you know, how you're feeling uh, and how this is making you feel about yourself, right? And then... At the end, you can write down, um, you know, you can take the next day. So the third day you can write down, uh, hey, it's, you know, the date that you picked. It's now, you know, August, uh, you know, 29th, 2021. I met my goal. Uh, I feel really good about myself. Uh, and you can describe the people that are around you, you know, my mom helped me or my, you know, my dad, my cousins, I feel really good. I was able to get into, you know, the pants or the dress or whatever that I really wanted to get. Uh, I feel great right now. I'm really happy. Um, uh, and I love myself and I knew that I could do it the whole time. And you just like write down, you know, from your goal to why you want to do it, uh, how you want to do it and what it feels like when you accomplish that goal. And uh, you can even draw a picture of it. You know what I mean? And dude, I'm telling you, man, that thing, if you do that, that works. Um, that works like, dude, like 100%. I'm not going to lie. Like maybe like 98. But most of the stuff that I've done like that, that I've like taken the time to write out and then revisit the next day on why that is important to me and how I'm going to achieve it and how it feels like when I achieve that goal. Uh, like all the stuff that I've done like that, dude, uh, uh i've done you know what i mean it just helps you be like honest with yourself it makes you it's almost like you write it into existence but it's uh really weird uh so i'd probably say hey oh i forgot to switch the camera a little bit but i would probably say that's my wholesome advice uh write down something you want to change at uh we had talked about goals i think the last couple of ones has been been doing uh pounds for hounds but uh this not you know this is maybe a big goal you know maybe you want to buy a house, maybe you want to get a new job, maybe um, you want to get a new car, uh, you know, maybe you want to lose weight too, maybe you want to learn how to cook, so just remember you take that time to write down, um, you know, well, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, you know, why you're going to do it, and uh, how it feels like now that you've accomplished uh, your goal, so Hopefully that helps. And then the last reminder also, just remember, be thankful for everything. And um, I appreciate you guys uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, check out all the other guys that podcast, man. Dre, uh, Will Wonder, the Lake Talk, 
801 podcast man also guys appreciate you guys too showing love uh hopefully i think well host will be here oh and then also hey if you made it this far alice oh uh, she's really cool fashion Fosion. uh hey javi javi never shows up okay so i'm letting you know if you're watching right now javi said he was going to tell you that uh he that he was okay with you stealing um uh, his job so message me because hey we're friends on instagram too so message me uh if you want to be on the pod so you can just you know uh javi's gonna be on paternity leave so uh you're obviously much cooler than javi uh and then we can uh you know hang out uh and then have you in the pod too so we can uh do some stuff but you've been uh i appreciate your support too you've been following a lot for the pod so i appreciate it too uh alex too dude i know you've been watching it one of my buddies oscar he just started following and he was from school melissa i got uh also from school that was following glocko um he's really cool he's a cool rapper um you know so i appreciate a lot of you guys that have followed for so long man it's been uh you know, really cool, and uh, especially some of my old friends, you know what I mean, and some new people too. Uh, shout out to also UA the duo, those guys. Uh, we told you know, we're working on everything to get more people in here, but I appreciate uh, everybody so far that's uh, been supportive of, of the podcast. Uh, but yeah, man, hopefully, you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, this is host Beefy. Uh, Follow the podcast. There's supposed to be a comedy podcast, but dude, it's hopefully it was a little bit funny today. You know what I mean? I I had nobody to roast. My dogs over here. You know I'm going to be nice to my dog, but uh, love you guys. So it's beefy. Uh, take care. Be nice. Um, uh, love you, host and uh, Javi, Cynthia. We want you on the podcast too. A pregnant woman. The only reason we let uh Javi miss uh another uh you know day. So. I love you too. Love you. Love all of you, really. But uh, we'll catch you later. Host Beefy, uh, Host and Javi, and I got my dog Sunny right here, and it's Beans and Rice. Catch you later.